What's up, everybody? We're back. You don't know what time it is. We're back with Boss Talk. You're here with me, AJ. You already know who it is, the one and only. And we got... Hey, everyone. It's Oyen. Yo, what's up? It's KT. What's up, everybody? It's Sanja. What's good, everybody? This is your girl, Moonchild. So this episode is about the 20-somethings, you know, the highs, the lows, the woes, and most importantly, the hoes. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. But, um, but no, this episode is about the 20-somethings, and we're going to start off with a little rapid-fire question game. So we're all going to answer the same questions, but the spiciest answer must get an explanation. So we got Sanja up first. You ready? You know, I was born ready, baby. Yeah, okay. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> nah, all right. So, one, two, three, come. What was your major in college? Um, psychology. What was your least, what is your least favorite adult responsibility? Uh, paying bills. Initials of your college crush? I guess B-A. One word to describe your dating life? Fun. Ooh. One word that you would use to describe your life in the last year. Interesting. One word to describe your post-grad life. Spicy. What's one word to describe something you miss about your college life? Friends. Um, Favorite gospel song? Uh, Never. Oh, actually, Alabaster Box, C.C. Wynan. Okay. Uh, One word to describe something you regret doing in college. I don't regret things. Okay. Do you use dating apps? No, I think I used one maybe freshman year of college. Okay, so that completes the first round of Rapid Fire. But honestly, I want to know the explanation to one word to describe your last life. I mean, your life in the last year. My life, my life in the last year, when I say spicy? Yeah, spicy. Um, I feel like in the last year... I don't know, it's just been crazy, like a lot of ups and downs, a lot, you know, adult responsibility. Uh, Give us an you example. Know, men. You know, we want to, we want to know. Give us niggas. Which, which niggas? Um, <laughs> I mean, as far as my 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 life in the last year, dating wise, it's been a lot of up and down. You know, we had we had the nick the, the nigga cheating incident. You know, Ooh. then we got the sunches in the streets incident. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, and then Sanjay was calm. Um, so growth, progression. Yeah, growth, progression. You know, we're, we're making it. 2020 may not be the best year, but it, it's definitely a year of growth and knowledge and mm. understanding. So, <laughs> <here> we are. <laughs> All right, we love to hear it. That's what we like to hear. That ain't no problem. Okay, let me let me see what, what you got, Oyen. I'm putting you in the hot seat. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> okay, Oyen, one word to describe your dating life. Non-existent at the moment. Least favorite adult responsibility. Washing the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I've been washing the bathroom since I was Uh, like seven. Me too. Me too. And I still hate doing it. That's why it's my least favorite adult responsibility. Wash the bathroom? No. No. We we have to wash it every week, but I still hate it. Yeah, every week. Once a week, every Saturday. So how's that an adult responsibility if you've been doing that as a youth? It's supposed to be done. It's supposed to be done. Okay. Um, Okay, favorite gospel song? 
Your Spirit by Tasha Cobbs Leonard. What was your major in college? Human development with a minor and- in Africana studies. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. And this of your college college crush. Crushes. J M and C N. Calculating. I'm trying to, try to piece together the second, the second. Right. Yo, right. That's, I'm like, yo, what is she talking about? We, we gonna come back to that. We gonna come back to that. Um, one word to describe something you miss about college life. Um, excess freedom. Mm-hmm. Do you use dating apps? Uh, yeah. I know one word to describe post-grad life. Interesting. One word to describe your life in the last year. Interesting again. Boo. No, you can't use the same word twice. No. Hopeful. Boom, there you go. Okay. Use one word to describe something you regret doing in college. Not networking. Oh, that's mm. not. Oh, okay, network. Okay, I like that. Networking, network, not networking. We'll okay. take it, we'll take it. Um, okay, so definitely where I'm coming from. <laughs> Tell me who the C... Talk about the CN. I'm trying to figure out the initials of the crush. What's going on? Well, I cannot expose myself like that. (laughs) (laughs) I can definitely expose this person after we are done recording. (laughs) No, can you describe a little bit? Maybe give me, like, give us a little description. The way, if, if I describe him, it's just, it's too hot. Can you say, can you say it rhymes with... Shalom no. Lockley. Give Does us it rhyme detail. with Shalom Lockley? Give us one detail that we might know, like that we might know that maybe like the rest of our viewers might not know, just to give us a little hit. Come on, come on. I mean, he was a student athlete. Boom. Girl, bye, bye. <laughs> Can you at least give Many us the student story? athletes? There was, were. Was he black? Because that'll definitely narrow it down. <laughs> All right, enough about me. Kennedy, it's your turn. Use one word to describe something you regret doing in college. Not being social. One word to describe something you miss about college life. Friends. Your favorite gospel song. Um, Never Would Have Made It by Marvin Sapp. Mm. Least favorite adult responsibility. Bills, but like that's a, on all lowercase. I hate you. Um, Do you use dating apps? No, ma'am. One word to describe your dating life? Non existent. (laughs) Initials of your college crush? N slash A. Bitch! I hate you, Kennedy. I have to expose myself. It's like, nah, I'll I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell (laughs) you. Because this is a mood point. I'm not going to say the order that it's in, but there's a a V in it, an E, Sis, and goodbye. a T. <laughs> oh, um, anyways, moving on. Use one oh word to describe gosh. your life in the last year. Um, Hectic. One word to describe your post-grad life. Um, expensive. Mm. And what was your major in college? Psychology, baby. Which one do I want to know about? Well, why'd you say your dating life is non-existent, Kennedy? Um, well, Miss Ma'am, um, (laughs) I, I wouldn't call it dating. I consider myself to be an explorer, if you will. 
And I really don't see myself as um, like, you know, I just feel like it's not really there. It's nothing serious going on. Um, so I really, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. So no answer to my question. Thank you. I was going to say, like, that was not an answer. <laughs> Like, you made a lot of ums, you made a lot of noises. <laughs> All right, you never want to bring up anything else? <laughs> Boring. Ask me another question. What else? Bo- <laughs> talk about, t- talk about, talk about TBE. <laughs> Ooh, who is that? Oh, yeah, who is? The first person of all, with a E and a B and a T. Yeah, talk about TB- TBE, EBT. Um, well, honestly, I feel like it's not really a secret for all of those who went to school with me. It may be to that person, but if it is, and he's oblivious to a lot of things. But um, he was also an athlete, a black athlete, and um, black life. All right, pass, pass. You used to be boring, boring. Pass. What else you want me to say? Next caller. Like, don't... Next caller. Next caller. <laughs> I'm crying. Oh god. What? What? What did Miss Cleo say? She got another color on the next line? Jesus Christ, I hate y'all. Fine, forget y'all then. Mm, next. Miss um, Moonchild, are you ready? Yes, I am. Um, okay, so we're going to start off where apparently I had to leave off. So initials of college crush. T.S. Uh, least favorite adult responsibility. Paying rent on my overpriced apartment at school that I'm not living in right now. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> One word to describe something you miss about college life. The homies. Favorite gospel song? Uh, I'm basic, but no weapon is I like knew you was going to say that. A huge, no. a huge part of my everyday life. Very powerful. Use one word to describe your life in the last year. A blessing. Um, what was your major in college? Business. Do you use dating apps? Uh, is Instagram a dating app? <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, one word to describe post-grad life. Dead ass? Question mark. <laughs> word. Thanks, <laughs> um, though. <laughs> one word to describe your dating life. I'd say that's kind of dead. D-E-D. Use use one word to describe something you regret doing in college. Regret. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Um. Well, you had a lot of things, sis. Um. hmm, Let's talk about Instagram being a dating app. Okay. (laughs) I would like to know that as well. Because honestly, you're not wrong. Second that one. I think Instagram is it like how many times because here's the thing people don't comment on my pictures they DM me about my pictures mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yep. been there than that yo Gotti went playing like when it go he said go down in the DMs like that's yep. where everything be happening that's you know yeah honestly Instagram's the modern day eHarmony for real like Shut I feel like I'm, I'm good. all right last thing I want to point out all right favorite gospel song this is you know story behind that <laughs> Um, okay, so obviously that's a very popular, I don't want to say basic to describe gospel songs and songs about the Lord, but it's a very popular um, gospel song. 
and I had heard it throughout my whole life, but I felt like that became like a song I listened to almost every single day when I got to college because, um, you know what? There were some demons out there trying to test me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just about people, it's about circumstances too. So just knowing, you know, no weapon formed against you will beat you. Mm. You will it's get through word. anything. I would Come sing on, this word. song. I would sing that song when I was running the mile. Girl. To myself. Yes, ma'am. Sure did. When I was getting cussed out. Kai Moon, can you give us um, a, a quick bar on no weapon? A little birdie told me you sing. Give us, give us a little, a little. Who quick told bar you that? No weapons. Who told you that? Don't, don't think, don't. Don't do that. Did you hear how she said a bird? Just saying, damn. <laughs> she, she thinks she moves as silent like I lasagna. That's I why. Swear, I swear I told her a bird. She's talking about who a said bird. That. A bird. Like, it flew all the way from Chicago to New York. Now sing. Can I channel my Fred Hammond voice? <laughs> yes, you can, sis. Go ahead, sis. God will do it. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You so stupid. <laughs> What's wrong Bye. with you? You said to sing the song, so I was going to sing the song like friends. You can't say that damn deep. His voice is deep. Have you heard the song? Yo, Girl, I yes, I heard the song. I'm trying to tell you, I could really channel my Marvin Sapp, too. Like, Man, it's pretty good. Y'all, she bluffing. She can actually, you know, hold a few tunes. All right, she bluffing. I tried to get it out. Y'all started laughing at me. I felt insecure. I didn't feel support from my sisters and it hurt. But but you know what? That's okay though. Because my Jamaican sister is on the board next. So Miss Miss James, what is one word you would use to describe your dating life? Um <laughs> Bro, stop it. I don't have a way for that, but um, I guess I would say um, interesting. One word to describe something you regret doing in college. Um, rat bastard. Rat bastard. That is, is yes. that one yes. word or is that two words? Um, it's hyphenated, actually. So. Okay, that makes sense. I just need to be educated. Um, do you use the dating apps? I do not. Damn, all right. Y'all gotta I find get her in a different way. In the club. Ooh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> Meet Ooh. her in the club. That's a fact. Going down. Is, you, <laughs> is that is the club a dating app? I'd be in the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I ain't ready for that yet. <laughs> Shut the hell up, Kai. Yo, no, I stop it. it. I um, <laughs> initials of your college crush. I ain't have one of those. I was ugly. Shut the fuck up. Bro, this ain't stop. Alyssa, them is lies. Them is lies. Bro, who, who was I crushing on in college? Alyssa. Oh, matter of fact, I did have a crush on this boy that I went to um, my first college with. Um, I don't know his last name, though, so I'm going to say T. <laughs> T Grizzly. T, T Grizzly. One word to describe your post-grad life. Exciting. What was your major in college? Geography. One word to describe something you miss about college life. My friends, my black leads. What is your least favorite adult responsibility? Making appointments for any type of doctor, <laughs> dentist. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, what is one word you'd use to describe your life in the last year? 
consistent. Okay. What is your favorite gospel song? So there's this song called Start to Fire. It's by Chronix. It's not a it's not a really a gospel song, but um, it's a reggae song, but that song i'm not i'm i'm using this as my song if not it would be never would have made it but spotify when i tell you that song got me through my whole first year at binghamton when i was by myself basically and damn near hated that shit so yeah i'm gonna go with that song so i'd say out of all the questions that you answered I'm personally interested to know why your ass ain't been to the doctor in a long time. Girl. <laughs> you know, you know why I ain't been to the doctor in a long time. Because now I'm of the age where I gotta make my own appointments. Mama ain't making those appointments no more. So she are, said, you, are you afraid? She said, no, no, no. The thing is, okay, so let me give you the breakdown. So my primary care physician used to be in Long Island because I used to go to school out on Long Island. And they got good doctors out there and stuff. So mm-hmm. once I went to Binghamton and they started doing my they started doing my physicals for me, I didn't need to go to the doctor out on Long Island anymore. On top of that, after I came home, I um I went to play overseas. We got a physical over there. And after I came back, I started working in the city. So there's no way that I was going to Long Island to go to a doctor's appointment. Um, now I really don't have an excuse, <laughs> but I'm a go. I'm a go. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. So Alyssa is healthy. She healthy. can take on the world. <clears throat> she would make a suitable wife. <laughs> All right, so next I want to talk a little bit about um, the pressures put on you by um, probably your parents as well as society for your 20-somethings and coming into your 20-somethings. I know this is true for a lot of people culturally, but did y'all ever feel pressured by um, either your parents or your, um, either by your parents or society to do or be certain things while you were in college and even after college? And most importantly, did it work? Um, I feel like for me, I didn't really um, feel pressured from my parents um, to enter a certain career path or anything. But I will say like in terms of my peers, so, you know, a lot of them I was, see- I was seeing, like, during college and then after college more so, you know, get their own cars, like, move into their own apartments. And I'm sitting here like, dang, like, I want that. That sounds nice. Like, <laughs> even though even though I have a car, like, it's a lease. I'm not thinking of that team. But, um, <laughs> like, I wish I had my own. And I was, like, kind of looking like, geez, like, what did I go wrong? But then I kind of had to think about it. Like, all my life, I've been playing basketball and I haven't had a job and they've probably been saving up mad long for like those things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind of had to stop myself and be like, yo, just, you know, be thankful for, you know, the things you do have, like no debt, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you don't have to be the same place as everyone else. So, but like, I think that was like the two things that I was like noticing that I was like super conscious of. And I had to kind of bring myself back and be like, stop comparing yourself to everyone else. Cause you don't know what else they got going on or, whatever so yeah 
I feel like for me, um, I am the child of African immigrants. So you got three career choices, doctor, engineer, or lawyer. And I was not going to be any of them. So (laughs) um, uh, maybe like my freshman year, I wanted to be a doctor, but I took chemistry, whatever, 104, whatever that John, 108, I don't know. And that thing wrecked me. I hated it. So just trying to find out like where I wanted to, what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be was definitely hard but I feel like society in a strange way made it okay for you not to really know what you want to do like immediately because mm-hmm. um, I feel like no one truly knows what, what they really really want to do in life mm. um, but I so I guess to answer your question did it work no but I'm blessed to have African parents that are understanding and are willing to support me no matter what career path I go down as long as I'm successful. Well, yeah. Love to hear it. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, I think, like, just a mix of both, like, Oyant and um, Kennedy's answers. Like, I grew up in a Caribbean household, so there's very similar constrictions. Like, these are the only careers that are seen as valuable in our society this is what we're pushing you towards because we know that like I know that the big goal for them is that like I'm financially stable in the future so they they push towards like financially stabling jobs um which is great and all but again to Wayne's point you know, I, I, I went into college thinking I was going to be a doctor, too, and I took bio. And Damn. I was like, Screw that. It's very cute. It's not for me, though. It's not <laughs> for me. Um, <laughs> but, like, so there is a lot of pressure, but, again, with the pressure came also a lot of support. So, like, when you when I didn't, when my parents realized that, like, that wasn't something that I was into or that I wanted to do, they, they supported me either way, like, as long as I was getting my education and, like, I had some kind of goal. Um, but as far as responsibility, like society puts a lot of pressure on you because like at 20 something right now, like you see a lot of people who do Forex, you see a lot of people that do a bunch of things that are getting quick money Mm -hmm. and it feels a lot of times like, oh, I don't have all these material things. Like I don't, how come I can't buy my own apartment? How come I can't buy my own car? How can't, how come I can't do all these things? But you made a really good point, Kennedy, about like the athlete piece. A lot of us, like we were training a lot over the summers, like the summers weren't a time for us to be saving money and like thinking about any other thing but our sport. A lot of our peers worked during the school year. We didn't have time to do that um, a lot of times. And I think like it, um, it definitely took a big toll on us on like what we expect from ourselves. Like we're like, okay, at 22, I can still have this leeway. I can still have this stuff. And then like at 24, 25 is when I should really be settling down and stuff like that. But it does set you back a little bit with that pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can for sure identify with a lot of what everybody's touched upon so far. And I think for me, my mom is a business professor and she was always on like me and my siblings you know business and this in stem that's where all the money is like you want to major in science you want to major in business now my science portion of the act score that that wasn't cute so i wasn't (laughs) i wasn't 
I wasn't about to be no biologist, no engineer, nothing like that. So I said, okay, I guess in my head, my only other option was business. So I went ahead, I'm, I'm a business major now. So obviously her brainwashing worked. Um, <laughs> but, Damn, brainwashing? Um, that was a big word. I won't she, you know, she didn't really mean that, Miss Moon. I love my mom. I think if I had the option of going into college and not choosing a major, I probably would have done that and then decided. But because the School of Management at Binghamton was harder to transfer into, I just applied for it. I got in. So I said, if I don't like it, I'll transfer. But at least I'm here now. So um, I stuck it out. And honestly, I think that taught me so much about like perseverance and commitment and dedication like I'll be real I was the only black person in most of my like all my classes um and I think that got in my head a little bit because I'm seeing all these kids from New York City who are top of their classes and all these other things and I'm like can I compete with them and there's also barely any athletes in SOM either so um that was a huge part of my journey as to grow as a person um so i'm glad that i did that i got a great education and i and i think it may be better as a person for it but anyways aside from that societal wise um i think like you said with being an athlete um i'm so grateful that i graduated debt free um but it also i was training the entire summer i had no chances for internships and then your season is basically the entire school year so when do you have time to dedicate to your future so I would see like other students making moves, you know, getting cars or buying their apartments or whatever. Um, and for me, like I was talking to my dad and he was like, the thing that I majored in in college, I'm not even using to do what I'm doing now. And I think there's a lot of people who are like that. So he didn't even know what he wanted to do coming out of college. There's a lot of people that don't know what they want to do. So you don't have to rush into getting a job, finding a career path right away. I'm still very, very young and I have my entire life to discover. There's certain things that I want to do now that I'm not going to be able to do later. So like I'd want to travel, I want to make memories with my friends because once we get kids and get married, we going to be on lockdown for real. So, um, Girls while I, so while I have freedom, I'd like to be able to exercise those freedoms and live my life, so. Period. For me, like, um, I grew up in a Caribbean household as well, but, like, my parents were a lot more relaxed than the majority of other um, Caribbean households. Um, so, like, of course, you know, that's just the mindset when you when you come from the Caribbean. Like, oh, you got to do the things that make the money. Like, you have to... Like, your parents will do those things that, like, didn't make all the money, but they want you to make the money now. So you don't get... You don't really get the option to do, like, the, the shit that doesn't make money. But, again, my household was relaxed. So, like, yes, if there was always that, oh, you should go try to be a doctor. You should try to be a lawyer. You should try to do something like that. But it was never, like, this is the only way that you can go and make money. Especially because, like, um, after a while, I did start becoming a little bit better in basketball. And I feel like that kind of opened up. Well, aside from that, let me take it back, actually. So, like, um, someone in my family has made a career out of basketball. And I think that um, kind of showed the other people in my family that you can make a career out of things that are not exactly conventional 
Um, so like, I think that was kind of the start of that with um, the more relaxed ways of like making it. And I'm not saying that I was like WNBA bound from like middle school or anything like that, but I think it kind of just opened up like the ideas to something else, especially because I did end up getting a scholarship to go to school um, and play basketball and get an education. So um, I don't feel like I ever had those pressures from my parents. Societal pressures, um, I guess they were there, but it never really like bothered me. From like a very young age, I really stopped giving a shit about what people thought about me. Um, of course, you know, sometimes shit was still hurtful, but you know, from like a young age, I was just like, you know, people are gonna say what they wanna say, they're gonna act how they wanna act. Plus, I'm bigger than y'all, so. But. Um, <laughs> That's to me if you want to. Exactly. That's if you buck, baby. <laughs> Better come correct. <laughs> but yeah, so like that that was just my personal experience. But like, you know, um, I'm kind of a person who likes to let life kind of lead me places um, as opposed to trying to control everything, every step that I take moving forward and stuff like that. And I know um, life can prove to be very different than how you planned it out in college and stuff like that, as we all know. Um, well, we'll see for you guys since you just fresh out. Uh, but uh, I know first day I'm, out first day right, out like even I'm in a different place than I would have expected to be when I was um, even at my senior year in college so I want to know how it is for y'all like is everything going as planned are you enjoying it like how have your responsibilities changed um post grad was definitely not what I expected or planned I think like I knew after my senior year of college I knew, well, during my senior year of college, I knew I wanted to go into education, like not necessarily, like I knew I wanted to work in a school building. I didn't know in what capacity. I didn't know if it was like counselor or teacher or, you know, leader, whatever that meant. Um, I just knew that I wanted to work with education reform and work with children to make sure that like our kids have a better future than we do and that they have representation like us in front of them. But I ended I mean, I guess I ended up being in a school anyways. I guess that is what I expected, but not really, I guess. Um, um, I, you know, working in a school now, I think like when I, I imagine at 25, I would already start, I would already be like two years into my five year daycare plan. That's obviously not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> like a second, um, but, I feel like responsibility-wise, like it's like you know all the things that you're supposed to do, like you know all the things that your parents go through, but like actually having to do it, like like you said, setting up my own doctor's appointment, like my mom used to do that. I didn't ever mm -hmm. have to do that for myself. Like every month being like, ooh, I remember like um, when I used to, I worked like at my stepdad's restaurant for a little bit and I remember when I got the check, it was like, ooh, I can go spend this check. I don't have nothing mm -hmm. to spend. Like, I don't have to pay phone. I don't have to do anything. Uh -huh. Now it's like, you got your you got your, your your check and you're like, yep, here's my $3 duff after I paid all my bills. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Like, like they have broke for the next two weeks now. Yo, now you got to scrap together. Like, is it worth getting this water bottle right now? <laughs> is it worth for it? For real. You gotta think um, about every purchase. Yeah, you do. And I think like that's definitely something that like it's like you can always expect things. Like you can always expect what your life is gonna be, but like 
actually living it and like experiencing it is always a different story. So I think like that's that's life and that's mm-hmm. definitely post grad life. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, for me, I'm like also like newly out for fresh out of uh, grad life, so I'm one year out. Um, but I would have to say that I'm doing exactly what I thought I would be doing. For me, when I like plan things, like I have to plan in advance. So like, you know, I'm just blessed that so far, like my life was like going how like, how I kind of wanted to go in terms of, you know, I wanted to play college basketball, get a free education. I did that in about like my junior year, my dad was like talking to me about like what I wanted to do after college. And I knew I wanted to get my master's. He was like, you ever thought about being a graduate assistant? You know, you can work with, you know, a basketball team and get your master's paid for it. And I was like, oh, we love free things. <laughs> so, um, so I did that. So I'm doing that right now. Uh, so I'm, you know, blessed to be getting another degree. Um, but in terms of responsibilities, you know, I'm still fairly much tied to my parents. I'll never forget when my like dad started to slowly slice the umbilical cord, and he was like, you know, you're gonna have to start paying your own Apple Music, uh bills and i was like i'm dead <laughs> i was like dang but like she said honestly, the own apple music <laughs> <laughs> like i mean other than that like they still pretty much pay for a lot of my stuff like car insurance um i do make my own doctor's appointments though i do do that okay. but um <laughs> there's still stuff that because i'm still in school and i don't have like a official job as in the salary i'm not like completely immersed into the full-on adult life so you know stay tuned for next year and I'll let y'all know how that is but um you know I feel like um post-grad life is definitely you know different just because like with you know playing a sport you're kind of like completely like on this schedule all the time and I still am because I'm with a team but um I have a little more freedom in terms of like you know outside of practices and stuff like I don't have to participate in like you know, physical activity or anything. But, um, yeah, like, everything's straight for the most part. Um, For me, uh, I'm not really sure what I expected for post-grad life. I honestly never really thought about what I wanted to do until my senior year. Um, But my senior year, I lucked out and got a scholarship to come back to complete my master's. So... I did that, and I probably didn't know what I, exactly what, what I wanted to do until I was going into my last semester of grad school, um, which is working with, like, athletes, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like you had so many different ideas about, like, yeah. what you wanted to do leading yeah. up to that. Yeah. So, and that's why I said earlier, like, I just, no one, like, no one genuinely knows what, what they want to do. Everyone's kind of, like, everywhere until they really come mm-hmm. across like okay this is what mm-hmm. I'm meant to be doing um but yeah like my I don't I mean as for responsibilities I don't really have any at the moment thank god <laughs> besides, besides cleaning the bathroom yes besides cleaning the bathroom besides cleaning the bathroom yes I have to pay for my gas and my spotify bill but yeah no like I would even though I would love to be in my apartment in the city, drive my Maserati <laughs> truck, and <laughs> okay, girl, damn, okay, you know, but, <laughs> but I will get there soon, God willing. 
this definitely not what I thought my post-grad life was gonna be like. I know Alyssa touched on it a little bit before, and I'm sure most of y'all don't know, but I graduated like two weeks ago. So <laughs> I didn't expect, I did not expect to be in the middle of a pandemic and um, civil rights movement part two. Mm. But um, you know what? I think I'm 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 adjusting to to life right now, and honestly, we're still living through all of this and who knows what the rest of this year will be. I had planned on hopefully um, going to get my master's, um, working in sports as well as marketing for an athletics department at another university um, to get my master's paid for, like similar route Kennedy had done. Um, so obviously we don't even know if college will be happening. So that's <laughs> that opportunity is, is not looking too hot for me right now, but. Um, other opportunities have opened up given the circumstances we're all in, all in right now, so I'm grateful for that. Um, and there are things that I'm able to do now that I wasn't able to do before, but I definitely wish I was in New York with all my friends right now. Yay. That's where I planned on. I know, that's where I planned on continuing my life. Because when you get out of college, you have all this freedom. And in my head, I'm like, all right, this is this, like some high school musical stuff, like the start of something new. Like, Aww, I'm gonna be, like, I'm gonna be out there. Basically, yeah, like I'm gonna be out there with my friends. Like, don't call me mom and dad to check on me. I'm a, I got my own stuff now. I'm gonna get a job <laughs> and I'm gonna live on my own. Um, and now I'm living in my mom's basement. So, and, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> things quickly Kim do a said you thought. Basically, right. I, I thought, but I'm saving a lot more money um, from doing that, and I know this will not last forever. Um, so it's too we'll shall just, pass. Yeah. So we'll see. No weapon. Absolutely. No weapon. That's right. I guess like I I'm enjoying where I'm at right now. Like I said, like I don't like to try to control every step that I take forward, and I feel like we all live in phases, and or maybe phases isn't the right word, but like we live in like. Um, sections of our life whatever the proper word is for that um but it's funny because I feel like we used to have so many conversations about what age we was gonna be like married at our kids names <laughs> um you know yo. all that shit like we used to sit in the, the fucking um, yo. on the chalkboard yo. yes. yes so we used to write in all that shit on the chalkboard and like um I feel like it's funny because we're getting closer to those ages that we mentioned we oh we was gonna be doing this at we gonna be doing that at and I know I'm nowhere near that place that I was talking about back then. I'm not ready. I don't want to be there yet. Um, but in terms of dating, how has um, your idea of dating changed over the years? Um, is it where you thought it would be? Like, I know a lot of people have different ideas of what they were dating for um, back in school. And the idea is a lot different now. So, like, let me know. I want to hear it. Well, I mean, like I said, I have two years out of or two weeks, excuse me, out of college. And <laughs> the only man that I've had like consistent, like face-to-face -face interaction with are my brothers and my dad. So dating has definitely not gone anywhere for me um, since I graduated. But I think throughout college, I always had the mentality of dating to marry. And I think that stopped me from dating more than I would have because I was always thinking, like I had to see the husband and the, and the person I was dating. So I would be quick to like write people off and just say like, no, nah, you're not it. So I think for me now I've changed a little bit and saying like, I'm not looking for 
a husband. If I was looking for a husband, I'd be definitely dating to marry. So since I'm not, I'm just gonna date for fun. And if something comes out of that, then something comes out of that. But I'm not gonna put the pressure on myself to date to find my husband. And plus, I think it's important that while you're younger, you exercise the freedoms that you have. And I think also we're finding our purposes in life right now and getting involved in a serious relationship sometimes can complicate those um those things in that journey so i'm not looking to complicate that right now and if something comes of it it comes with it but yeah i'm dating for the fun of it for play play <laughs> um, whatever um i'm definitely gonna have to co-sign with kai um yeah no i actually have never i haven't been on a date yet so to any of our listeners Ooh. who would like to take me on a date, I am uh-huh. willing to go. Um, no, nah, but seriously, I feel like I'm definitely at a point in my life where I just kind of want to date for fun. Dating to marry is great. But right now, I feel like in the past that I've, I've shut myself off from a lot of people because it's just of my own, because of my own insecurities. So now just kind of like want to put myself out there a little bit more, have some fun. And um, we'll see where it goes from there. I feel you. Like I feel like um, my idea of dating has changed so much from like um, I won't say so much, but like it's definitely changed from when I was in school even to like now. Like I think at some at a certain point in my life, I did have a very romanticized idea of what um, dating to marry would like look like and feel like and stuff like that. Um, and. I feel like I have dated people that I've been like, hmm, like, you know, this this might be it right here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, that all crashed and burned at some point. Oh. But, uh, you know, at the time, you know, it felt good. It felt right. Um, but, you know, I feel like even those experiences where uh, it crashed, maybe not, you know, not nah, burned. Um, crashed and burned. <laughs> Damn. Um, I feel like uh, it kind of, not like it set me back, but it kind of like made me rethink um, what the, the stage that I want to be at at a certain age. Like like right now, I don't really know what to describe this stage as right now. Um, I'm dating, obviously, but like, I don't know. I'm just kind of here, taking it day by day, step by step, you know? But that's just me. So I definitely um, agree. I feel like dating should be fun right now in the 20s. Um, I think like when I'm thinking about like going on dates, it doesn't necessarily have to deal with like the pressures of like finding or looking for a husband. Like I definitely agree with Kai, like dating is about experiences. Like you should get to know yourself as well. And like you get to know how people see you and how people perceive you and how people you know, love you and how people show you love. And I don't think that's something you should experience in the first relationship that you are and you end up marrying them. Um, I think it's like all about exploration. That's what dating's about. And keeping it fun, keeping it young. And I don't think we should fall into the pressures of society right now that are telling us that we need to have babies because mm-hmm. definitely in college, in college, to Candy's point earlier in college, like I wanted to have kids when I was, <laughs> when I was 28. I was like, at 28, I'm gonna have my first child, my 32nd child coming up. I'm already gonna be with my husband in our house. And right now at 28, I wanna make sure 
none of that is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Um, but yeah, like I'm just like more career focused and more like self focused than like thinking of an entire husband and child and that's just not me right now when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like honestly my view has definitely changed since college because I definitely did want to be married by twenty five. I definitely did want to have kids by twenty eight and that's definitely not gonna happen. So um I feel like for me, honestly I don't really know like what my dating life is like right now. Like dating is definitely different, I feel like, um, because I try to be more aware of the type of dudes I talk to in terms of like, if it does get serious, like can I potentially see like a serious future with this person? But then again, I'm also trying to focus on like my career and like what I really want to do. And for some reason, when I get on that path, is these dudes just be popping up out of nowhere and I'm not really sure you know I try to like steer away but then they just keep popping up and I don't really know how to explain (laughs) that like I really try because I don't I don't really consider myself to be dating like I don't date I don't go on dates I like talk to dudes I guess hang out maybe whenever it's been like oh can I take you out or like like what is that I don't know but um I feel like I'm trying to enjoy the process of like mm-hmm. just being cool and meeting people and stuff like that to a lot of the points that you guys mentioned before. Um, I feel like when I was in college that I was like really fixated on trying to be in a relationship and like all that type of stuff. That didn't happen. And I feel like now I'm trying to like not focus so much on that and kind of just like, I guess, enjoy people. Right. I feel like, um, A lot of this, I won't say for everybody, but I know for people in this circle, um, faith is very important to us. And I know like for us, for all of our listeners, when I say faith, I don't mean um, that it has to be the same for all of us. Like you can have faith in um, many different things. But um, for us, I know that we all share a similar faith. Yeah. So I just want to ask y'all how you think your faith has changed and grown over the years. I think like for me, you know, I grew up very Catholic, um, the Catholic church with my family. And I think that was like the only faith that we knew. And, you know, you know, growing up, I feel like whatever your family is, like you're, you're brought up in that, in that religion. And, uh, you know, that's something that I've always like just done, like growing up. So, you know, communion, confirmation, baptism, like you do all those things because like you have to do them, not necessarily because you understand at that mm-hmm. age. And I feel like it wasn't up until, you know, I went through some shit. It wasn't up until, you know, I got to really experience God uh, that like it started to to sink into me what this religion really means. And I think like it took me going away from my family like going to college and it took me learning about the religion on my own and like really starting to understand um, what it's all about for me to actually connect with my spirituality. And I think like I didn't start to do that until like maybe I was like 21, really mm-hmm. like senior year of high school. I mean, high school. Ooh, I was 21 high school. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> senior year of college um, where like I really sat down and like read up 
on the Bible, read up on Christianity, read up on Catholicism, like read up on all of these things. And like I said, experienced it on my own that I started to really connect with it. And I'm grateful for that because that's definitely like my faith definitely pushes me and uh, guards me a lot. Um, and I, I'm really grateful that I was able to like go away and learn about it on my own and not being coerced into the religion, mm -hmm. which I think makes like a huge difference. I think my experience was similar to Sanjay's in that way of, I grew up Christian, um, Baptist, I'd we'd be in church every Sunday. Um, I give, I put my little dollar in the offering because <laughs> you're supposed to tithe 10%. Mm -hmm. And I was just going through rituals and practices that I didn't completely understand. I knew that, you know, Jesus loved me. So yeah, I love Jesus. But I think it wasn't until I went away to college and I was confronted with circumstances and people that weren't familiar to me. Um, I was tested a lot. And I didn't have my family and my support system at home to rely on to say, you know, we can get you through every single issue that you face that I said, okay, so who do I have other than myself? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have friends, I have coaches, I have teachers, but at the end of the day, I realized all of these things are conditional, even, even my friendships sometimes. Um, like people aren't perfect, so I can't expect them to always be there to support me, but God will always be there. He'll never leave me. I always have scripture to rely on in times where I feel, you know, really defeated or um, discouraged. And I think that once I relied on unconditional love and faith, um, I think I started to be more rewarded. And I think too, what a lot of faith is about, it's not about instant gratification. Um, why the, the parts of my college experience were hard for me was because I would always want to quit. Not that I would give up every time I was faced with hard things, but it's so easy to say, I want to give up on this. I wanted to transfer so many times. I wanted to quit <laughs> basketball so many times. And honestly, if I would have quit when I wanted to, which was my freshman year, um, I wouldn't have seen and reaped the benefits of what I did now, mm -hmm. of graduating with a degree, saying I made it. Like, it's so much more rewarding now. And I think that's kind of what God is trying to relay what the Bible's trying to lay. If you keep faith in him through the hard times, he'll reward you abundantly and above all you could ever ask for in the future. So that's mm -hmm. my piece. Um, but for me, I would definitely, I grew up, I also grew up in the church, in church every Sunday, sometimes on Tuesdays when they had Bible study, all that jazz. So coming to school, it was kind of a rude awakening for me because I didn't have that consistent, like, okay, go to church every Sunday, and and that stuff so like trying to kind of maneuver my way like with god it would it, it i i ran into into some difficulties because I, I felt like not having him in my life i guess became easier if that makes sense because like there was just less um responsibilities like okay because people know you're Christian, you have to carry yourself a certain way and all that stuff. But um, what I really want to say is that basically like my faith definitely, like my faith took a major hit 
because like in school you learn about a lot of things and that I was ignorant to that my parents kind of hid me from that society hid me from so like learning that the world really isn't the greatest place beginning to question god like why is why are all these things happening in the world if if you're supposed to be the one who like fixes all who knows everything like why is all this happening so that kind of tested i guess my faith in him um i feel like my relationship with him really didn't blossom until i became the president of um fellowship of christian athletes at binghamton so like having to kind of dive into the word every week like having to make sure that a lesson is available to everyone every week um i feel like god was able to speak into my life um and show me a little bit of my purpose even though i'm still questioning what my purpose is but definitely showing me a little bit of of what my purpose is in, in helping others helping others grow and develop whether it be in the word whether it be in their life yeah, I, I really like what um, a lot of what you guys said, because I remember the other day we were talking and I was like um, saying, like, I don't think that you can be like steadfast in your faith unless you've ever been tested. If you've never had not one question and you've never been tested, then how can you really say that this is it? It's like it's like the only thing, you know, but you have to experience other things that like, you know, have a conversation with someone who thinks differently you know what i mean to kind of like you know say that this is it um i don't know my experience is um very different like yes like i grew up christian um but we didn't go to church every sunday we did go to church but not consistently every sunday um and even like now like i have chosen to go to church by myself sometimes just because i feel like you know i want to know more because I don't feel like I feel like I'm kind of behind with like that knowledge but I feel like I get way more out of like and you know other people have different um opinions but I feel like I get way more out of bible study than I do out of church itself um because church can be a lot of like politics you know and and sometimes it, it is also about community building and like you know I'm not gonna lie sometimes I don't want to hear all that I'm just trying to hit a word and I'm trying to <laughs> keep it pushing you know for me i feel like i'm very similar to what all of you pretty much touched on um i grew up christian um i went to a catholic school for two years in high school though that was different um but i feel like you know being in college again my i wouldn't say my faith was tested but i was tested and it was because of my faith that i got through it like i went through a lot of stuff that I generally don't know how I would have gotten through if it wasn't for God. Cause you know, um, my, you know, obviously, you know, my parents weren't around and also you guys too, but, um, you know, my parents wasn't around. So it was like solely relied on me. And I know that I had, uh, like a, like a book. It was like a book that basically had like daily readings in it that I would read in the mornings. And I think that, I really liked that. You know, yeah, I think that really helped me just kind of like, you know, it's good kind of to have God be the first thing that's on your mind or something you think about um, right in the morning. Also, something I really like to do is listen to gospel music. I feel like that just really just like, you know, brings my energy up. And, you know, a lot of the things that they sing about and talk about are, you know, is real stuff. And I feel like whenever I'm going through something, like I like to listen to that music to uplift me, um, praying too. And I feel like sometimes, um, one thing I do need to work on and that I have noticed is that like 
I often, or I try not to do this, but, um, you know, praying when things get wrong instead of always praying and thanking God, like, all the time. Um, I feel like a lot of people, you know, get caught up in just calling on him when you need him, not just, like, you know, just to say, you know, thank you for blessing me, things like that. So as I, like, went through college and even now, like, I started to become more conscious of that um, and just kind of always continue to grow my relationship with God because, um, you know, without him, a lot of things I would not have gotten through. So, and just, I think it's also good, too, to have conversations about him or, like, his work um, with your friends. But, yeah, that's my story, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) um no I think it's I I think like we a lot of us we have like similar stories and there are clearly also differing stories and you know there's I feel like this kind of just goes back to what we were talking about um in um I don't remember which episode but previous episodes where it's like we're brought together by more than just one thing more than just being athletes more than just being black Mm -hmm. um there there are multiple reasons why um we became friends and why we're still friends but unfortunately that's all we have time for today i know a lot of y'all have these conversations with us while you're listening and that's what we love to hear we appreciate all of you for listening in and for your continued support you can follow us on instagram at we are boss talk and subscribe to us on youtube spotify and the apple podcast app at boss talk you can also find the link to each of these in our instagram bio We also want to hear from you. So if you have any topics that you would like to hear us discuss and Loki discuss with us, feel free to DM us on Instagram or email us at wearebosstuck at gmail.com. Tune in next Tuesday for our next episode. And remember, as bosses, we can never lose. We can only win or learn. See y'all next time. Deuces. Bye, y'all. Bye.